everybody to Weisscast. <laughs> I'm your host, Aaron Weiss, <laughs> alongside the Duchess of Decatur, oh Erica J. Weiss. Hello! Dave's not lavender anymore. Isn't that crazy? I, I, think I, I think I forget that sometimes. That's crazy how it works, huh? When yeah. I was getting... Um, well, legally, it's still... Yeah, when I was getting um, my car touched up today, mm-hmm. they were like, what's your last name? And I was like... Um, but then I was like, okay, what's actually on my yeah. debit card? I was like, okay, what? At that point. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to say Weiss, though. <laughs> anyway. Seem to be Weiss. Seem to be Weiss. <laughs> to be Weiss. Say it to everyone. There, there was a girl that I went to college with. I think she graduated y'all's freshman year. Uh-huh. Um, maybe it was sophomore year. Do you remember Allison Ingram? Yes. Oh, yeah, I knew her. Um, well, when she was at college, she was Allison Mangum. And, like, the whole time I knew her, her um, Instagram was soon-to-be Ingram. Oh. Allison Ingram was the name of uh, the biology teacher at my high school. It's not the same girl. Well, I just <laughs> thought that was a she good te- fact. <laughs> I <laughs> wanted to share with last, people. Not that I ever talked to her, but I think last I knew, she was, like, one of the, like, um, like, she worked at East Coweta for, like, the coaching stuff. Mm. I have no idea. But also, never talked to her, and I only know that because of like Instagram. So, mm-hmm. yeah, she does work at East Coolida. Um But yeah, those other voices that you hear are <laughs> the what did I say? Cool this cats coolest cats in Covington. Coolest cats in Covington. Oh, yeah. Caleb and Megan Steeler. Speaking of, I know I'm, I'm already on subject. Well, well, we don't have a subject right no now. Subject, so, yeah. so, speaking of cool cats and kittens. There's oh, a new uh, season of Tiger King. Yeah. I haven't watched Why? it. That's a great question. Is it follow-up, I guess? I think it follows Carol Baskin in, like, shows pretty much how she murdered her husband. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> literal footage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. Have a dramatic recre- recreation. I, I want to know more about the ba- Bhagavan guy. Which one was he? He was the one that had the hair more woman and, like... In Miami? No, 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 no. He was like no, in no, a no. I know who you're talking about now. I, I know who you're talking uh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he, he was a doctor, had a PhD in like something that doesn't exist. He pretty much like, a, he, he was like a cult leader, yeah. pretty much. And he made one of his workers right. get like a breast implant. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I yeah. want to know more about him because Why? like in the like. <laughs> I at, think we know like, all we during can know. A, during the credits of the end credits of the last episode, they had a one line comment about how like. His facility got shut, like shut down and raided by like the feds, like Whoa. as they were like finishing editing up oh, the first I didn't season. Remember that part? Yeah. Well, I feel like I don't want to know anything else about anyone from Tiger King. I feel like at this yeah, point, I the f- last I know. I feel like I don't. <laughs> I feel like that was such a great moment in like our society because like beginning co- of quarantine. Yeah, COVID yeah, just so started weird. and it was like. The perfect timing. Yeah. But now it's like... I wouldn't call it like a great moment. I would call it there was nothing else out yeah, and yes. people needed to chat about and something was that wasn't so COVID. crazy. Um, but like, I, even when it was done, I was like, I don't feel need for it to be more. Yeah. So remember they released, I don't know how long the first season was, it was like seven or eight episodes, mm-hmm. but like somewhere in between the first end of the first season and the beginning of the second season they released like another episode yes yes and i never watched it it was like a follow-up yeah it was right? yeah. i think i watched it It was with that jeff guy right it was the guy from um, community 
What? It was when. Am I wrong? Joel McHale? Am I crazy? I, I, I never know. watched it, so I don't know. I don't remember that, but it could have been. I didn't know about community at that time. Oh, I didn't know there was like a host or anything. I thought it was just yeah. like a. They followed that one guy that had like, he like wore a flat bill hat and like a bandana at the same time and was always talking about <laughs> multiple women and okay. Vegas and stuff. Yeah. Um, but this is not Tiger Cast. Uh, <laughs> Funny enough, that's my subject. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> this is Weiss Cast, where each and every week on your favorite podcast service, we just sit around and talk. This week we're actually um, recording in person, not online, which is, so far, a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> we kept our promise and we went to Chili's. Um, we sure did. Those are the cups. Everyone clink your to-go. Oh, I don't have that. Yeah. Both of us. Hey! hey. <laughs> I have Chili's in the fridge. Okay. Just yeah. hear the leftovers. <laughs> um... And we said that we were going to record in person, and here we are. We don't lie. <laughs> we don't lie. Honestly, it's probably not going to sound much different to you, the listeners, um, but it, it, it's a different experience for us. Yeah. We're all holding hands. <laughs> <laughs> we will describe the scene. Yeah. We have real, we have real genuine human interaction now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this week, this, this week I didn't necessarily want to start out. Um, I started out last week, and I want to have to be the guy to start we every week. Like, start this week. Huh? Like, I, I know I'm like the host. Whatever, <laughs> the but name like, is... But you know I'm what? I'm also a now. It's That's true, right. and I'm not a complete narcissist. <laughs> um, just like, I'm an incomplete narcissist. Incomplete. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. So sad. Uh, complete in Christ, but... Yeah. Yeah. And Chili's. Okay. Amen. Okay, so... Caleb? I guess I'm sorry. I volunteered. <laughs> I thought you sounded like you wanted to. Yeah. You did volunteer, so. I did. Um, so yeah, my subject this week is going to be the wolf time. Right. Ooh, what's that? What is that? I'm, I'm so glad you asked, Megan. <laughs> so, um, so there I was. It was like, I was in college talking with my professors and he mentioned this, this book series called Wolf Time. I like fantasy novels. Very into them. My bookshelf right here. Lots of fantasy books. That's Our bookshelf. Our bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he just told me about it, and, and he was like casually mentioned, "Oh yeah, it's a good series. It's like my favorite book series ever. Um, it's like fourteen books." Whoa. And I was okay. like, "Wait, hold up," because like to me, like, like to me, like. Even still, like Harry Potter, seven books is kind of like that's. It's a commitment. Yeah, that's a lot. But this is like so. I have I currently have four on the shelf right now. Erica, if you want to look at the gnome, the they're next to the gnome, the four. And <laughs> Erica is looking at the gnome, trying to find the books. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Um. Oh, I see the gnome. I see the gnome, and I see the four books. Okay, <laughs> okay, <Check>. <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> we have them. I'm reading the fifth book right now. Um, it's in my backpack. Yeah. Um, and I did not know this was happening until after I started reading the first book. But Amazon just released this past week the first three episodes of the TV show. Wow. Um, and from what I saw, I liked it a lot. Um, I'm not the biggest Wheel of Time 
fan. I have friends who are much bigger Wheel of Time fans than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but you yeah. really dived in, like, I've, dope, I don't know. I've, yes, head first. Yep. I, I bought the first one years ago, never read it, and then I finished um, Stormlight 4, and mm-hmm. I was like, I want to try something different, something not Brandon Janderson. <laughs> um, and so I'll, I'll try Wheel of Time, which is written by Robert Jordan. Which, oddly enough, Brandon Sanderson yeah. finished Rule of Time because Robert Jordan died before he finished it. Ultimately, you haven't quit Brandon Sanderson. I, yeah. You don't quit Brandon Sanderson in this house. That's true. Anyway. Um, but I, like, my professor friend Vickery convinced me to start reading it, and I was like, I'll give the first book a shot, mm-hmm. but I'm not, like, going to commit to it. And I remember finishing the first book and then immediately ordering the next, like, th- three. Yeah. Um, and the first, like, Two, three, and four are like, I think top notch. I really enjoy them. Five, it's been kind of a slug. Yeah. Um, which apparently, like five through like eight or nine are like the low point in the series. Oh. But I don't want the. I don't want to. I don't want to work through four books. Low point books. Yes, I don't want to read four books. Just to get through the low point in the series. Right. Yeah, At that point, read, like, the spark notes. You know oh. what I mean? Yeah, if, if you have a 14-book series, they can't all be bangers. Yeah, that's But, true. like, four four books in a row is <laughs> tough. Like, I could understand maybe every other book. Yeah. You know? Like, at least you'd have mm-hmm. something to look forward to. So, I think... <clears throat> I haven't researched, like, the writing of it as much. But I think what, what I understand, like... He had a very clear plan of what he wanted to do. Yeah. But then as he wrote, he kept kind of expanding and extending each thing. Um, so, like, the chapter, one of the chapters I listened to today um, was they were, like, leaving a town and going on a boat. And there was probably, like, I mean, I was listening to it while I walked. And so, like, there's probably a good four or five minutes of them. He was just describing how each of the characters carried their like bags and how they had Hmm. their blankets wrapped up and stuff wow and just like he would do that sometimes so just like he'll have these really like weird details he just like talks about that's exactly like so we we like to listen to audiobooks on road trips and Mm. we're currently on harry potter and the half-blood prince and like we we started we actually mostly skipped order of the phoenix because Still, is it, my least favorite. It it takes forever. I mean, we stopped listening to it. I think before they even got to Hogwarts. Is that yeah, accurate? Yeah. And we were already like deep into it. It's like, ugh. And, and so far, all that happened was that Harry was mad, and that, and and he went to a trial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, had he even gone so, to trial? No, he had gone to his trial, and, but it was just slow. Like <laughs> these. Like, two through four are, like, stuff is happening a lot. It does get slow in parts, but it's pretty, like, consistent. Mm-hmm. But this one has been, like, it honestly felt, has felt almost like a, like, um, soap opera of these characters. Ugh. Well, like, nothing is really happening or moving. They're just kind of, like, hanging out, doing their own different things. Um, I'm wondering if the show is successful, if they'll, like try to condense those I think what I understand that is a big 
plan of theirs. Because even like huge Wolf Time fans are very forward of like, um, the the series could be a lot shorter. Mm-hmm. It's not edited well. That is not a that's not a hot take. So I think I've heard like they're shooting between like eight and ten seasons. Okay. That's kind of like their plan. And like they they only have like I think they have. They're still filming season two. I don't know if they've been renewed for season three yet, but they're filming season two right now. Can't get too far ahead. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. but still, like, I think that's a that's a reasonable like, um, to me. But yeah, yeah, just a lot. And I think part of the reason why it's <clears throat> part of the reason why I'm a little bit of a slug is because I've I don't read much anymore. I listen to audiobooks a lot, and so like, <laughs> I drove a lot this weekend to Tennessee. And there was a huge battle that happened, and somehow I missed that one of the main characters killed, like, a very important character on the other side of the battle. Like, I thought this character, like, escaped. Oh. And then the next chapter started, and it was like, oh, yeah. And he's, like, looking at the head of this dead character. I'm Whoa. like, I don't remember this happening. Mm-hmm. That's and pretty nuts. Granted, like, like, driving, like... Since if you zone out, which is like fair, mm-hmm. but no. yeah, I don't really have a background with Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched the first episode because I knew you were excited about the show mm-hmm. and that you had read. I, I didn't know how much of the series you had read, but I knew you had read some of it mm-hmm. at the very least, and I was like, you know, if. Caleb likes the books and is excited about the show. I'm going to give the show a shot. Especially, I, <laughs> I, I like looked it up and it was like not going to be like Game of Thrones in the sense of like mm-hmm. violence and graphic. I mean, it's still pretty violent, but it's not like nearly as graphic as Game mm-hmm. of Thrones. And um, I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to give it a shot because like I also enjoy fantasy, mm-hmm. but um, had. Yeah. Like I said, I hadn't gotten into Game of Thrones because of all the violence and such. I, I think one thing I really appreciate about World Time is they like they lean in very well to like like well like Game of Thrones tries to subvert all the fantasy tropes. World of Time is very much like it's a fantasy series and it's gonna get like have a fantasy like uh huh. Like like I feel like fantasy is pretty stuck in like a like PG thirteen range at, like usually. And Wheel of Time, I think, does a good job of even, like, scenes that are, like, that might be graphic, they, like, kind of are, do a good job of, like, you understand that there, like, there might be a lot of stuff going on, like, a lot of violence, but they don't describe it in a way that's, like, you know what's actually going on. Not overly mm-hmm. in-depth, like, where yeah. it's unnecessary. Right, and, I mean, the first episode definitely could have been way more violent mm-hmm. than it was, mm-hmm. um, but something that I enjoyed about the the episode was again i'm comparing it to game of thrones because that's like yeah like amazon's trying to like kind of make it their game of thrones or Mm -hmm. whatever um like the first season of game of thrones like they the way that they tried to hook you wasn't necessarily with the story or with action it was with sex Mm -hmm. yeah and because of it, it w- it was really slow, like the first season, mm. and it didn't really pick up until the last episode of the first season. In this, like I would say that maybe the first two thirds of the episode were kind of, or the first half of the episode was kind of slow, but then it just went zero to sixty yeah. real quick will, and really hooked you. I will say like, 
reading the book the first time, like, so one thing I did and didn't appreciate was like, so the first like 20 minutes of the, of the show, like before like the Trollocs attack, mm-hmm. um, is like probably a good like four or five chapters. And there's like a, like one thing I liked about that what is like you have like the three boys from uh two rivers just hanging out being like young adult like young like older teenage boys so they get in trouble they just like goof around and i like that um so then they didn't do as much like atmosphere building in the show which is fair because you have an hour to do to what you're trying to do um but i think in the book it was so shocking when like the Trollocs showed up because it was like this like happy like happy little village moment. It was like a little party celebration thing yeah. that was yeah. going on. I mean, yeah. I would say in the show, it, I still felt that atmosphere, yeah. even though I, no, I, I have not read still, the book. It's still there. It's still like a shock of like, oh my gosh, this tragedy's happened so, to this cute little like nothing could go wrong kind of yeah. town. <laughs> but so my question was going to be for y'all because I feel like I understood what's going on because I read the books and I understand. Like who the characters are very well. Erica has not watched it. Oh, okay. No, which you guys watched which it is, together. Yeah. Okay, y'all can talk about it, and so, I will be like, spoiled. How? It's fine. Like how well Aaron were you able to follow? Like who was who? What was going on? I mean, I don't think that I could, off the top of my head, name yeah. anyone right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I could do that for any show that I've only seen like one That's episode true. of. Um, I think I will need the entire season to get to know the characters. Um, one thing that is kind of about real time is they have a lot of characters. Like, and they're like, there'll be characters that they that are in, like... I feel like it's kind of like, just like a fantasy thing. Because, yes. like, yeah. I think about Lord of the Rings, crap ton of characters. Yeah. Game of Thrones, crap ton of characters. I think in fantasy you need all those characters to build the world. Yeah. Yes. Whereas in shows that are very much based in reality, mm-hmm. you don't need to know about, like, a million people. You can know about, like, three mm-hmm. besties yeah. and that could be the whole and thing. And you know how society you know. runs. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, even Harry Potter has, like, Mm-hmm. A moderate amount of characters, yeah. more than a more than a few. I mean, I've tried to sit yeah. down and name a hundred Harry Potter characters before, and I have. Shoot. So there's <laughs> yeah. A lot. yeah. Yeah. There we go. There's like a, there's like a, very much a side character in book two, that's basically a villain for part of book five. But he was just like, you know, like he was around, you knew who he was. Spoilers. But then like, he shows begin, and that they mention like this person throughout the books but it's not anything like oh he's crazy or evil and mm-hmm. it's just like oh this is what's actually just going on I feel like I already know who it is do I? are you reading them too? no I've oh. I've basically told her what's happening I've heard a lot about it <laughs> maybe I will someday I have time 14 books <laughs> and I, if Caleb keeps on track we will own all of them at some point so I mean right. they'll be here so right. I might start reading it but I, Caleb has kept me yeah. fairly informed. Yeah. So that probably helps a little bit having now watched the yeah. first episode. Granted, I'm not, I've never really been into like fantasy TV shows and I've never like really stuck with one. I think on my own, if I didn't know Caleb or whatever, I don't think I would watch it, mm-hmm. honestly. But having some background helps and like knowing you like it. And it's not even because I didn't like how it looked or how it was or anything. I just was like, not yeah. as much like what I try to watch. Well, I just 
I, I watched it the other day when Erica was taking a nap. And <laughs> I started it without her because I thought to myself that it was... Not necessarily because it was fantasy, but because I knew there was going to be, like, some violence and yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, I knew that just, like, wasn't really her cup of tea. Yes. So, I, uh, I like, just didn't even ask her if she'd be interested in watching yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Which I appreciate. Yeah. I like you scoping things out for me before <clears throat> I have to. And I will say, I, I'm pretty, I can sometimes, I don't know. It's, like, I can be pretty sensitive about violence as well. And if mm-hmm. it's too gory, I'm, like. Oh, I hate I'm, gore. like, overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I can't watch it. It, like, really upsets me. And. I would say, like, the scene that is gory in the show, it's, like... It's more implied. It's more implied, and it, like... I don't know. If my threshold is up to a seven, I was probably at, like, a five with it, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, if it went any more, I think I would have started feeling uncomfortable with it. But it wasn't too bad. And I've watched some of Game of Thrones, and I didn't really... A lot of things about Game of Thrones I didn't really care for. But it wasn't... It didn't make me feel as, like, So one thing... I think that's going to be the last thing I'll have to say about the show. Yeah. Uh, let's don't keep on talking about it. No. I'm um, <laughs> but one thing I, I really appreciate about it is so I forget the name of Robert Jordan's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have like, there's been several attempts throughout, like, even before he finished the series to like make it to a TV series or a movie series. And every time, um, before now, this time, like, Rob Jordan's wife has, like, turned it down. Because she's always, like, they're just trying to make it for profit. They're not going to do it justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the director of Real of Time is, like, a legitimate, like, fan. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, I was on an interview with him. He was, like, yeah, like, I grew up reading these as they came out. I've read the books, like, four or five times. Oh, wow. Goodness. Which is, like, absurd to me. So that says a lot that there yeah. is now. And so I will say, like, I think if I had to put, like, arbitrary numbers out... Mm-hmm. I say like, like, the writing and stuff for the first episode is maybe like a six or seven. It's nothing crazy good, but I think that the sets and the acting, mm. and just like how well the setting for sure. Like the, yeah, the three second bare butt scene I that know. was like kind of long, and I was that like, was that's kind of so, more silly uh, than anything. So <laughs> I, I, it was in that, like, was when they were taking a bath. Lana Moraine. Oh, yeah. It's, like, not sexual. It was, yeah. it was like... Yeah. But yeah. it, yeah. it, yeah. it, yeah. it kind of <laughs> was, but not between them. <laughs> it was funny, because, like, I remember texting my friend about that, and I was like, they could have spent more time explaining, like... Other stuff. Other stuff. Yes. But instead, they was like, we're just going to have, like, five seconds of Lana's <laughs> It's just, bare like, very... <laughs> <laughs> it was just, like, kind of funny. That <laughs> um, is funny. But, yeah, I was going to say, like, they, they did a fantastic job casting everyone. Oh, okay. You seemed a little so. hesitant when it first came out. I, was I? Yeah, you didn't like... Mm, Moraine? Moraine, because you didn't okay. think she was tall enough at first. No, that's so something... So they many times in the books, they talk about how Moraine is a very short person. Yeah. And, like, just how detailed Robert Jordan was. Like, he has, like, heights and, like, weights for, yeah. for all of his characters. <laughs> which is, like, crazy. So I think, canonically, Moraine is, like, 5'2". Okay. But they have Rosamund Pike playing her. Yeah, but it doesn't ultimately which change I think is like anything about the story. Like five ten. Maybe even taller than that. Yeah. Oh wow. So she's a taller woman. Well it's I mean it's like the opposite problem that they had with Wolverine. Like mm-hmm. cano- canonically he's like five five, but they cast Hugh Jackman who's like six two. Yeah. Because that's what you think. <clears throat> and so like too. I will say like height aside, Rosamund Pike does a great Moraine. I do think it's interesting how much like Moraine has been the face of, like, in all the, like, advertisements. Yeah. When she's, like, she's a very important character, but she is not the main character. 
like mm-hmm. I think she's just a big actress, so yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, I think why. she's the biggest actress that they have in the show. Yes. Um, so that's gonna be what sells it. One thing I really liked was like um Rand, one of the main guys in it, he's like they talk a lot about he is like the only kid in this village who has red hair. And mm-hmm. he's also like he very tall for his village. And mean, he's mean. And he's like very like broad shoulder. <laughs> and like his first shot is him him not walking next to his dad and he is like significantly taller than his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Perrin, he's a blacksmith. And you can tell like he's shorter than Rand, but he's just like stocky. Very built. A tank, yeah. Um so Yeah. I like Maybe. it so far. I'm excited to uh, watch more of it. Um, yeah. 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 I'm excited. There's a character that's going to come in, hopefully by the end of the series, that's... They're called no spoilers. O- they're called an Ogier. It's another race. Oh, yes. And they're like... Shrek. They're like, they have like like furry ears and like they're, they're almost like pseudo-dog-like in some ways. Mm. But they're like... Eight feet tall. I'm picturing Goofy. <laughs> it's Goofy. <laughs> so like, I'm, they have not shown. They have not shown this character, um, but he's pretty important. Like he's a, yeah. he's a main character. Um, so I'm just, I'm very excited to see how they pull that off, because he's just a very cool guy. Yeah. Erica. Anyway, yes. that was very long. We didn't talk it's about okay. more time. It was. It was approximately uh, twenty six minutes. Wow. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We're twenty six minutes into the episode now, but we spent yeah. a good amount of time at the beginning That's talking true. about. That's true. Yes. What were we talking about at the beginning? Chili's. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll play back. <laughs> we'll, we'll uh, Erica, what, what you got for us this week? Yeah. Um. So much like a lot of the world, I've been thinking a lot about Taylor Swift over the past mm. week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like she's very much a hot topic right now because of her re-release of Red, right? Of course. Ten minute version of All Too Well. <sighs> hashtag <laughs> down with Jake Gyllenhaal, the whole thing, right? <laughs> I know everyone. <laughs> but, okay, so when Taylor came out with that album originally in 2012, I think it was. I think, yeah. Sounds right. Um... I didn't like the album, mm-hmm. I remember, and I thought it sounded too different from her first three albums, yeah. and also she was, like, rumored to be dating Harry Styles, I'm a huge One Direction <laughs> fan, and I remember being like, well, she shouldn't date him, so I think I don't like her anymore, like, yeah, yeah. I'm just, like, you know, a punk little teenager. Totally. Um, but now that I've given it a re-listen with fresh ears, mm-hmm. it's still, well, I will say, the tracks that have always been there are still... They don't really do it for me as much as some mm-hmm. of her other albums. I know I've discussed folklore with y'all before. Y'all know how I feel. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is that some of the songs from The Vault oh. are absolute bangers. Has anyone listened to any uh, songs from The Vault? I have not listened to the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've listened. I've done one listen through mm-hmm. of the whole album. And then, because also I will say I haven't been like. Like, I do, I love Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, also when Red came out, I kind of was like, Ugh. I grew up listening to country music. Yeah. So I knew Taylor as country. And I was like, right. Little Missy thinks she's just going to leave the country no genre? Missy. I don't think so. Right. <laughs> and so. I had a little bit of a an issue with it. Granted, I will say, I still bopped through those songs. But yeah. I still was like, <laughs> I'm not that big of a fan of Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, was this the first album away from... It was, like, semi-country, I would say. Like, Stay, Stay, Stay is kind of twangy. Yes. It was, like, like, the transition, like, I'm about to go full pop after this. Right. Because, I mean, I guess kind of speak now was kind of, like, 
sort of also, I think, kind of leaning towards yeah. pop, but definitely still, like, she was in the country world way more. Yeah. But, um, I think I was, like, so I didn't get as into Red either when it yeah. came out. So I'm not super familiar with, like, all the songs. Yeah. Right. And I, and even the Volt ones, I haven't listened to them as much. But I know, because isn't, um, you'll still think... I, I, I bet you think about I me. I bet you think about me in the music very, video came out. Oh, I haven't watched the music video. Oh, yeah. But that one. song is very twangy and yes. very... Oh, my gosh. That's one of my favorite ones from the vault. Yes, so that one's really mm-hmm. good. Give that one a listen, I, everybody, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, uh... I have some thoughts about Taylor. Okay, hold on. I want to hear oh, Erica okay. about the rest of the vault songs. Well, okay, I'll just, like, go over that really Please quick. Do. But then I also did want to open no the floor quick. for everyone's own personal... Where are you with Taylor Swift and how come? Okay. Oh my God, <laughs> that's such an interesting topic because some people are very, like, anti-Taylor Swift yeah. to this day. Then other people, it's like, they're easily their favorite singer. Yes. I mean, it's just interesting to see, like... She is very polarizing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just always interested to hear people's thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet you think about me. It's very good. Babe is very good. Mm-hmm. And I do that one. the ten minute version of All Too Well is like I think that All Too Well itself is a good song. Oh, yeah. Does it need to have ten minutes worth of it? I don't know. I think the extra lyrics are beautiful, but I don't know if I can listen to one song mm. for ten minutes and not want to change it, like when I'm six minutes in. Mm-hmm. Is that Megan's making a face like I disagree. <laughs> I, am, I will say I drive a lot doing delivery. So yeah. that really helps probably as to, to considering how many times I have listened to 10 minute all too well yeah. is a lot. But yeah. also sometimes my deliveries are like 10 minutes away and I'm like, what a perfect time to listen to the 10 minute <laughs> version right. of all too well. That's so so I've listened to it quite a bit because I think yeah. I felt the same way. I'm like, how can I listen to a song for 10 minutes? But I feel like, sorry. I do want you to keep talking about no, it. No, no, no. I'm trying to spark the conversation. Okay. Way. Yeah. And so I feel like, because I think, sorry, I'm trying to think. It almost, it's not that it sounds like, a, it's pretty consistent. Like, you are still listening to the same yeah. song, but I think having the new lyrics, it's almost like, oh, I am still, it's almost as if I did switch the song. And yeah. I am listening to a different mm-hmm. song because I don't know the lyrics as well, and I'm like relearning it. I so think, I kind of like that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm getting back into so it. So here's, here's a... I think I have a very different perspective of, like, long songs. Yeah. So, remember, like, we played several, like, charts and band that were easy 10 or 12 minutes long. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. What's that really long piano oh, song? Oh, Rhapsody in Blue? Oh, yeah. I mean, anyway, sorry. I love it. Go on. So, like, in my perspective of, like, there's, like, I don't mind if it's, nec- if it's like, worth it, I don't mind a long song. Mm-hmm. Um, like... I've never sat down and listened to all the planets suites, but Jupiter is like eight or nine minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. And Jupiter, like the middle choral part, makes me cry sometimes. Uh-huh. So like. So with Taylor know. Swift, what, what are your thoughts? Um, I think I'm defending her. <laughs> okay. I, having Tim. Right. Also, I love I love it when artists can like have the freedom. Like I have this idea. I yeah. just want to do it. And I think that's. Yeah. I think it's like. I think that's cool too. I. Um, let me tell you about my Taylor journey. Yes. Well, I'll say really quick oh, yes. before you do that about 10 minutes of All Too Well. Yes. I love that on this album, she mm-hmm. does have a re-recording of All Too Well, like the normal four or yes. five minute version mm-hmm. and the 10 minute mm-hmm. version. I like that too. Nice. So it's like, if you're a girl like me who doesn't want to listen to 10 minutes of it, you don't have to. She's not going to make you. But <laughs> if you do want it, she's like, here's a treat. Here's a treat. I don't yeah. know if this is a hot take or not. Okay. But I will say, 
I, I love the new recordings. I think mm-hmm. All the Power Tour, I think it's great. Yeah. I will probably only listen to those to fully support Taylor at all times. <laughs> but I think the old one, like, hits harder. Hmm. I think she almost, like, yells more. Maybe I have to listen to them side by side. Right. But it's almost like she gets way more into, I think, the bridge of, like, the maybe got lost in translation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I think in the first one, it's, like maybe we got like really yeah. yelling it and this one isn't quite as much where it makes me like oh maybe i won't yell this as much or but i could be wrong maybe back mm-hmm. in the day you just kind of like felt the angst a little bit more mm. because you were like in your angsty years yeah well and also so, no, maybe i got into this in college all too well i was not mm. angsty i was fully dating caleb <laughs> not upset with caleb in any way and that's when i really discovered all too well what i was gonna say is maybe it's also she was just going like, yeah it's more she fresh felt more emotion exactly yeah, and now she's why. also in a long-term relationship and probably exactly. not like yeah that's probably that makes a lot of sense but i think i almost like that it was mm. like so much more intense yeah. almost the first recording but i still do really love I like how it sounds, and I like how it's yeah. different and everything, and I like the 10-minute version, yeah. but yeah. Because there's other parts of 10-minute version where I'm, like, like really intense into it. Yeah. So, anyway. I, I really appreciate, like, yelling or screaming in songs. I don't like, like, metal, like, really screaming all the time, mm-hmm. but, like, mm-hmm. um, specifically, like, in the live versions of a lot of, like, Dwarm Pilot songs, mm-hmm. he will scream at parts of it. Yeah. But in the, like... What if have screamed? <laughs> actually i sent you a video anyway sorry there's um, a video of her not screaming yeah. but she's yelling so but like so like i like it when like if to me like i like people like rs that can like scream or like, yell well because that that feels like so much more like impactful emotional to me mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i almost don't even care if it like sounds good i'm just like this is this is like, the raw how the song sounds yeah. aaron aaron bruno is a singer for a one nation Mm. I think like something about his voice is the perfect medium yeah. of like like tone but also it's like yell. Yeah. Yeah. So your Taylor journey. Taylor journey, yes. Um I through high school <laughs> Yeah, it is lots to do with Megan. Um <laughs> through high school I like I I, I I still remember like I don't remember Red coming out. Uh I do remember nineteen eighty nine coming out and being like Taylor Swift overrated mm-hmm. isn't a good music mm-hmm. but that was just because I never listened to her and right. I was just like that was like if you didn't love Taylor you hated Taylor and you probably yes. just heard Shake It Off and you're like it's repetitive exactly. yeah. yeah even though it's kind of small mm-hmm. but it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like a party I song. mean okay. <laughs> so Clean and Out of the Woods Caleb can't yeah! stop listening. <laughs> Caleb loves those I, songs. I now. actually love 18, 1989. Yeah, it's that's like definitely pro- maybe so, one of your favorites. Oh, so, for sure. Me go back. Anyway, so sorry, yeah. I never listened to Taylor Swift. Then um, starting Megan, I knew like she listened to Taylor Swift, but I never like took hold of it. And mm-hmm. then Folklore came out. That changed things. And that changed things for me because I was like, I was, I would, I would download. Folklore and see what's So Megan can listen to it in the car. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's like, I listened a few times and I enjoyed it. And then, like, I think what really brought it home for me was her Disney Plus, like. Oh, the um, Long Pond session. That oh, was. I've like, still not oh, watched it's so that. good. You should that, watch like, it. That, like, understanding. I am. No, I am. No, I'll, understanding, I'll like, the, the context <laughs> of no, each song. No, it's okay. Like, taking the time to understand each context of each song, I was like, okay. I like I'm in. Yeah. And so then from there, like, um, Evermore came out. I listened to it and like, 
I don't think it hits as hard. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but you like, really like No Body, No Crime. Yes. Um, I've heard that Which one. is like, oh, country. Little country storytelling. It is a little country, oh, yeah. yeah. It I definitely like, I like is. the country storytelling. Yeah, country, um, they do good at that. Anyway. Um, and then, like, 1989 was a big one. That I just, like, remember listening to that on the way down to Florida one time. And just being like, hold on. Clean. <laughs> clean clean just is like, so good. It's so good. That was another one I discovered yeah. later that I was Me like, too. I feel like I heard a lot um, about this. I understand. <laughs> honestly, like, so like 1989 was like the main one. Like, Red, basically, like, Folklore 1989 are the ones I've like, listened to several times. Yeah. Um, recently, Megan's been playing Lover. I love oh, Lover. So good. We, yeah. we sing it all the time. And, like, yes. so I, I don't think I've listened to all of it yet. Yeah. But I like the past like week, um, if I were a man it's just the man. Oh, the man. Okay. It's just the man. The man and um Miss Americana and the heart. Oh, Great Prince. That's a good one. And like uh I like yeah. the part when she's like and they whisper in the hole, she's a bad bad. Yeah, girl. yeah. I'm just like, he was like, I'm a bad, bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like something about how she says, she sings it. And then so the good. next line, how it's like, Mr. Americana. In the and then yeah. also like the cheerleading part. Like, yeah. yes. I don't want to let you go. I don't want to And so like, I I think what also aided me a lot in my Taylor Swift journey is I, as you look over here, I like bleachers a lot. Yes, I see. Oh, if you can oh. see, yeah. You can't see from that angle. It's just, yeah. So have a it's it's framed Bleachers album covers yes. <laughs> for the listeners. A bleachers at home. puzzle. Yeah. That, that my favorite was band. So difficult. Um, if you didn't know, Jack Antonoff is the frontman for that band. He yes. is, is he? Oh yes. Wait, I didn't know that. Yes. yes. He produces Lord. He produces Taylor he Swift. Produces he everyone. produces everyone. He produces everyone. All the pops. Whoa. Yeah. And so great. I think I got very into Bleachers like. My senior year of college. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm gonna get into bleachers. Oh, and so good. then, like, I think that one I was like, oh, I, I knew the whole time he like produced music for Taylor Swift mm-hmm. and all of them. But that was like, okay, even like, I've listened to Lord. She doesn't hit. I haven't found one that, like hits for me yet. Melodrama is a perfect album. Okay. There I, I said haven't it. listened. To Lord. <laughs> I, I, listened that. I listened to Solar Powered. I think it's the only one I've listened to all the way through. I was Solar okay. Power is meh for me. I really like Solar Power. <laughs> um, I I tried listening to like one of uh, Lando Ray's like early early albums, and it was just too like too much like oh not not no angst idea. but too much just like I don't care for her voice is my issue. I think that I she think, makes good music, but I I don't like to listen to her voice, so I don't listen to her. Music. I don't, I'm, yeah, I feel with fair. music. There's like a, a line of like I like sad music, but I don't like the like. Almost like woe is me. Yeah, I'm mm. just gonna be sad. sad yeah, music. yeah. And I feel like Lana Del Rey for me hits that medium of like, she's like sad, and she's not. She doesn't care. She's not trying she's to. She's gonna unsad. stay sad. Yes. Mm-hmm. And okay. it's like okay, I, I want to move from. I want some, right. some movement from this. Right. Mm-hmm. And also, this I have not listened to her. Yeah. And can I say, yes. mm-hmm. that's why Melodrama is a perfect album. Wow. Maybe you should try and listen to it. Oh, the wait. beginning being um, Greenlight and the end being Perfect Places is like... Okay, so I've, I've heard is Perfect Places. A nearly perfect song. I've heard, and I actually really like Perfect Places. I don't really listen but to it. But one thing I love is like understanding a song in the context of the album. That's like, I love that. 
my yeah. gosh. Okay. Oh, I know that this is supposed yeah. to be about Taylor Swift, no, not Lord. Yeah. But so all too well, a ten minute version. Yeah. So on Melodrama <laughs> Lord's album, there's a song called um, "Sober," mm-hmm. and then there's a song called "Sober 2. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. kind of on like opposite ends of the album. Sober, I think, is the second song. Sober two is the second to last song. Mm-hmm. And oh no, wait, I'm getting it mixed up. I'm thinking of That's liability. Okay. This one is liability too. Okay. Sober two is a different song, but liability too. So liability is all about feeling like I'm like good for nobody. Like mm-hmm. if I try to get with someone, they realize I'm not an asset. I'm a liability, and they're gonna let me go. Mm-hmm. And that's just all I am in life. Ooh, and then liability too is like, wait a second, girl. What? You are not that. And it's like, hold on. And it's, oh, it's so good. I feel like it's one of those things where it's mm-hmm. like, it is like a sad girl moment. Like, oh. Yeah. And then she bounces back and it's just too, it's just the best. It's just the best. So everyone go, right. please go listen to Taylor Swift, but in a much more real sense, go yeah. listen to Lord. Yeah. I, I love an arc. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That's what gets me, man. Yeah. Good arc. Same. Yeah. There's, but I'm going to bounce back to folklore. Yeah. There's so many lines on the album. I really like creative writing just for the people mm-hmm. at home that I hear Taylor Swift sing certain lines on that album. And I'm like, I wish I had written that. Yeah. Ugh. So, I think <laughs> seven, so seven, seven has so many clever lines. The I line, love seven. The line that's like, um, you can live at my place. And I know. It's cry. just like such yeah. a, like a kid you, would, I make someone cry right now. Yeah. Like it's a kid like, would think that. Yeah. Oh gosh, that makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, I like, I, I would like, um, epiphany. I feel like the second verse is a hit as hard for me. Oh no, the second verse is what makes me cry. Okay. The first verse that's specifically about like, like the war, the or, war, yeah. that one gets me. Like, yeah. you can like turn it on right now. I'm just like, Hold well, on. The, that one, that per- verse gets me, but then it's the line about, like, a mother and a daughter having to hold hands through plastic. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. And I'm like, oh, no. That I can't handle that. Yeah. yeah. That's my line that I'm I, like. Like, I think from my head, I know, like, trauma and war. And there's, like, there's plenty of trauma and war. There's also a lot of trauma in, like, healthcare. Like, yeah. That's, yes. I think we're almost, like, we're less aware of, like, their trauma and, like, healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess because, like, my own perception is, like, the trauma and war, I, I feel like has to be so much more intense than, like... Yeah, for sure. So, I guess it's not really something to compare. No, and that's, I, that's, probably, that's probably a fault on my part that I'm trying to compare the two. Well, which I mean, to be fair, Taylor wrote a song about the yeah, two, yeah, so it's not together. a fault on you. Yes. She yeah. wrote, she's the one that wrote the song. Yeah. But. Well, Aaron. Yes. Mm-hmm. Get, you don't have to talk for that long, but give me, like, a 15-second version of where you're at with Taylor Swift. Yeah, so I'm like a fan adjacent uh, for Taylor Swift, and um, yeah, I've never been a Taylor hater um, uh, or a tater. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Did you just think of that? I did just think of that, and then I said it. Okay. Um, Hashtag tater. <laughs> I, I definitely Not there have song. been moments in my life where a particular like single of hers came out at like the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know me, you know that 60% of my personality is made up from that time that I studied abroad in Germany. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, so th- there was a month there where 
it was like school was like out for the German students and I was there and didn't really have much to do. Um, but that's when Shake It Off was released, mm. um, like the single and it just like me and my teammate listened to that like nonstop, yes. like all day, the day that it came out. And every time I hear that song now, I think of that time mm. and it was just, it was such a happy song. Yes. Such like an upbeat poppy song. And I know like, I mean, Taylor Swift is famous for her like breakup songs mm-hmm. and i mean that's like red is yes. pretty much all breakup song like all sad <laughs> not all of it but you know what i mean I know what you, you know mean. what i mean it's like the majority, the of, majority of it, of it. Yes. yeah um so yeah i mean i definitely am a fan of taylor i fan adjacent and i definitely listen more now because erica is a fan of taylor mm-hmm and that's not a bad thing. No. Um, but I don't think I would, like, go out of my way to, like, go, like, see her in concert or, like... The money. <laughs> yes. I would, like... I, I don't know. I would, like, maybe get Erica a vinyl yes. of folklore. <laughs> but I wouldn't, like, buy one for myself or yeah. anything. Like... <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> But yeah, um, maybe to kind of transition yeah. out of Taylor a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> something, I, something I've been thinking about uh, was like I, I made a mistake at work last week, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like an embarrassing mistake. It was like just like a mistake, and things that things happen in yeah. the bakery, and they're like mistakes. But that got me thinking about like um, my first job, and my first job was at Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know if it was it was within my first month for sure. I don't know how early in my first month it was. Um, but for those that have never worked in <laughs> fast food or in Chick-fil-A, um, the ice cream machine is this magical thing that you still have to put like ice cream mix in. Yes. And um, at Chick-fil-A whenever we would, clean out the ice cream machine at night, you know, you have to turn off the machine and um, if we didn't do it early enough to like let the ice cream melt and get it in a in a tub to mm-hmm. store it in, um, we would have to scrape the ice cream out into the tub or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but we would always refrigerate that overnight so it would um, melt and then we could put it back in the ice cream machine. Mm-hmm. Um, one time I was tasked with going to get more ice cream mix um, because we're, you know, gearing up for lunch. And I think we start the ice cream machine at like, I forget how long it takes to freeze, at least an hour. So, I mean, you got to start it at like 9 or 9.30 if you want to. You didn't have it like in the morning? What? The ice cream machine? No. Not (laughs) at my Chick-fil-A. Maybe. Did you have the frosted coffee? No, this was That's before. Probably why. This was before frosted coffee. Okay, because our I think they're on in the morning. They are yeah, on in the morning. Yeah, I, I imagine that's part of like the probably opening why. routine. Yes. Now. Okay, go on. Yes. But anyways, yeah, back in that time, there was no frosted lemonade. There was no frosted orange. No frosted yeah. coffee. Um, or at least officially, there wasn't. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. people could still get them, but yes. Um, anyways, I had to go get more ice cream mix, and um, they come in these like, 
if if it's not like leftover ice cream mix, they come in these huge bags, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they still do. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if they were leftover, like I said, they stored in tubs. But sometimes we would also have leftover, um, like I, I think the term is milk wash for like yeah. um, uh, dipping, like the you you dip the chicken in that and then dip it in the breading. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, we would store them right next to each other. Um, and no, the story's not going where you think it's oh, going. Oh, gosh, okay. <laughs> um, but someone ha- hadn't arranged the mm-hmm. refrigerator very well. And I knocked over a whole gallon of milk wash in oh. the free- or refrigerator. The refrigerator, oh, my God. And... Um, I just didn't know what to do. And yeah. like, I, I was too, I was literally like frozen there for like a couple mm-hmm. minutes. Just like, what do I do? What do I do? What, yeah. do? what do I do? And someone came back looking for me like, where's the ice cream? Like, we got to get it going yeah. now. Like if we're going to have it in time for lunch and like, oh my gosh, what happened? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't know. It just kind of fell off. <laughs> yeah. like, Am I going to get fired? <laughs> like, Aww. Yeah. Um, and like at that point, that was probably the most embarrassing thing that happened to me mm-hmm. at work. And um, I wanted to know, like, Caleb, you kind of shared an embarrassing work story, like, current work story last mm. week. That's also got me thinking about, you know, previous jobs. Like, I know mm-hmm. we've all held, like, those entry-level jobs mm-hmm. before. Like, wh- what are some what are some maybe funny or embarrassing stories from, like, early jobs? I actually have a very... One, I have one came to mind very quickly from when I went to Zaxby's in high school. Mm. I knew we were arch rivals. Yeah. <laughs> so I worked at Zaxby's in high school, and um, one of my jobs was to prep the chicken for the next day. So that involved, I would like fill up these like these like big like ten gallon buckets with water, and I'd put like the seasoning mix in it, and then I'd put our dump our the tenders in it and I have to mix it all up and get it all let marinate well one day um like I guess I just had free time and so one of my managers just like went, went ahead and prepped the buckets for me and I didn't realize that she I thought she just filled it with water I didn't realize that she also put the seasoning in it so I went and like opened this, these pack of seasoning and it's probably like a pound of seasoning at least mm-hmm. opened it and dumped him in all the buckets mm-hmm. and like basically so that point you have twice as much seasoning as you're supposed to yeah and also we only like you can only only get so many shipments a week from yes so like, we're basically out of the seasoning mix because of my mistake and I was so I was like I was like yeah me. and like the also because like the general manager was there and he was just like I think he was just like he was, he was like he knew I was like oh I've been there a few months and it was like, it's a very simple like easy mistake mm-hmm. also one of the managers was also there and she's like this is she was like Caleb you're stupid <laughs> yeah she's like, you're in stupid. an endearing like, way it wasn't exactly endearing oh okay <laughs> yeah it was, it was just like no like you should have noticed that like the water looked different the water looked different and I was like yeah I wasn't sure Pre-glasses, Caleb. Yeah, I was just like, I was, I was like, I was like so like, I overthunk it, overthought so much. Yes. That I was like, I made it worse for myself. Yeah. Um, so that was probably the most embarrassing thing. And it worked out. Like, we were able to like borrow small seasoning from another store. And we were able, we just like cut the water 
and we mm-hmm. were able to figure out how to get the ram out yeah. of water. But it was still just like, that was very scary. And I yeah. was like, they're going to fire me. Yeah. And it was like, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, the, what I, pretty much what I had to do was like, get, you know how working in a fast food kitchen like that, you have, there's like, you know, mopping involved and stuff in the, in the kitchen so uh, a lot of times so like quick dry you would like squeegee like the water to like towards the drain mm. so i had to do that with the milk wash mm. um, Yum. and um i don't remember if there was a drain in the refrigerator i think there was because yeah. otherwise that would have been way oh, difficult um but yeah i had to do that and mop in there and yeah, so pretty much that took up the rest of my morning. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I definitely spilled, because also like one of my jobs was like, just like I would just make sure everything was stocked on the mm-hmm. line. And so like, I remember there was probably at least twice I dropped like a big container of like tomatoes, like cucumbers. Yeah. Which is, is a huge deal, but still just like... Yeah, it's a... Annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was like. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so my really first like real job was in college, and I was a lifeguard at our like in college. Huh? Oh gosh, stop! <laughs> no. And the community like pool center area or whatever was um near in our college near our college town or whatever is where I worked, and um it was not like a busy pool area at least during the school year. And so I would work the morning shifts and that was like 5.30 to like, it, it ran, it really, it would open close, whatever. I worked the morning shift. So that means I got there at like 5.30 in the morning. So sometimes I was a little sleepy and, and really in the morning, there's pretty common that no one would show up during that shift or there was always like the two or three regulars that came all the time, they don't care what I did. Mm-hmm. I would read sometimes. I did schoolwork sometimes. And, like, they didn't care. They would, like, chat with me at the end of the lane. And so we didn't really ever sit in our, like, high chair, like, lifeguard chair. We mostly sat, like, on chairs just on the pool deck and watched the pool. So one time I was just sitting there. Um, and I think I even had, like, my legs up on a table that was in front of me. And I was just leaning back watching like two people swim back and forth so slowly and just like the regulars and I started like drifting asleep and so I tried to like move and like wake up and then I fully I guess fell asleep because next thing I knew my boss had come up behind me and said boo and scared the crap out of me that I about fell out the chair and then when I realized I had fallen asleep on duty with people in the pool and my boss was the one who came and like surprised me I was like it's game over and then he just laughed and left the pool area didn't say didn't say a word to me (laughs) he did not care it was like such a it was a very relaxed environment it really like there was no worry I probably was only asleep for like not that long. Right. I was also wondering if the people in the pool saw me and just did not care and let me sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just, like, such an embarrassing. And I just sat there was like, what in the world? <laughs> okay, I am awake now the rest of this shift. I'm not doing that again. But there's definitely been times, I remember, on that morning shift, I would, like, be dozing. And then sometimes someone would say something to me. And I'd be like, oh, yes, hello, I'm watching your life. <laughs> <laughs> and then really quick, the most recent thing. So I do delivery for Chick-fil-A. And literally Saturday... I 
get to the car. I have the drinks in the like drink carrier. I set it atop the car to get all the other stuff into mm-hmm. the car. I get in the car. I pull out of the Chick-fil-A and do this turn where I have to cross two lanes of traffic and whatnot. And I get to the light and I'm like, I don't have the drinks in the car. And I'm like, where did I put the drinks? I'm like, oh, they're on top of the car. And, or they fell off. And I was like, I tried to like look in my side view mirror and I looked and I could see the shadow of them or something. Oh. And I was like, oh, they're still on top of the car. And then I was like, I'm a good driver. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. They're still on the car. And then I was like, what am I going to do? So I was at the light. And so then I get into the right turn lane. Cause I'm like, well, maybe I just should go turn around and back to the store and maybe I can make it with it on there and then i so you didn't, oh, you, you didn't think to get out no 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 I, the story's not done okay. so then i'm in the turn lane it's like a red light and i'm waiting and i'm like I can, i'm just gonna get out and like grab yeah. it real quick and then the car behind me starts honking at me to get my attention that the drinks right. were on top of the car right. and so i just quickly like get out of the car wave at him he's like laughing at me and i grab the drinks i'm like haha i'm so funny come back Wait, that was Friday night. So Saturday morning, I come to Chick-fil-A to do delivery again. And one of my coworkers saw me. He was, like, at that intersection, not at work. And his dad, who is a manager there, was, like, also knew about it. (laughs) And so I was, like, there. he was, like, Megan, I saw you at that intersection with the drinks on top of your car. And you had to get out and, like, wave to that guy. And he was honking at you. And I was, like, yeah, it was pretty hilarious. But also... I'm a good driver, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it did not fall off the car. So anyway. Impressive. And then they were laughing at me. So anyway, that, sorry, go on. Yes, Erica. Babe, you kept your job. Yeah. There was no way they're going to fire me. <laughs> they are too short staff for that. My work blunder, I guess you could call it, was, so my first job, I was 17 working at Yogli Mowgli, which mm-hmm. is a frozen yogurt shop. Mm-hmm. And... I worked there for six months from September to March, and then in March, my softball season started picking up. I didn't have enough time to have a job. My mm-hmm. life was so hard, whatever. Yes. And also, <laughs> a senior year, you know, yeah. so it's like applying to colleges, stressing out. I just could, I just didn't have it in my heart to have a job. Yeah. So I told my boss I needed to quit. I gave him my two weeks' notice, and he's like, okay, perfect. Your last day will be like March, whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm like, perfect. And I already felt bad about quitting. I felt like he was about to give me a raise and that he really mm. liked me. And I knew that they were short-staffed already, so I was already yeah. feeling kind of bad. But also, I was 17, like, whatever. Yeah. And so, I... Okay, so I'd already quit. I was mm-hmm. in, like, one of my last few shifts ever. And one of the, like, closing procedures is, like, you drain the yogurts and you put the toppings back in the fridge and all these things. Well, I forgot the step where you put the toppings back in the fridge. Yeah. And my boss texted me the next morning, mm-hmm. like, Erica, I just got to the shop to open. All of the toppings are still out, which means they have all gone bad. Oh, no. Which means that I'm going to have to throw them away. And that is a lot of toppings to go oh. bad when we would have had toppings for probably a yes. whole another day. Oh, no. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And he was like, if this is how you are going to work after <gasps> putting in your two weeks notice. And I was like, no, oh, no, no, it's not like that at all. Like, I was not trying to be salty and messy. Yeah. I'm up. I love Yogli Mowgli. I'm your biggest <laughs> fan. I just made the best friend. And oh I felt gosh. so bad because I already, I already felt like I kind of was being an inconvenience by quitting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, now I did another inconvenient thing. But, like, what was it going to do? Fire me? Like, I was already <laughs> in my last two shifts. So yeah. you know, it wasn't like... But I remember feeling so bad about that. And, um... 
<sighs> yeah, that was, that was a tough one. Imagine if you had said, oh, but what are you going to do? <laughs> okay, but the thing is, is I couldn't know. I know, I know. So I was like, I'm going to go back really to Yogli Mowgli. I'm going to still go and be a customer because I freaking love frozen yogurt. <laughs> and I don't want Roy to see me like, there's that little rat. <laughs> <laughs> that little rat. <laughs> Destroying our food. That's Anyways. so funny. Oh, I hate that feeling. Yeah, that was my moment. So I actually have a similar story. Mm-hmm. Well, Similar in that it happened near a two weeks notice. Yeah. So another fast food job that I have that I rarely talk about is I worked at Subway. Um, and I hated it, but it... Mm-hmm. I was going to say I paid the bills. No, it didn't. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have bills. Uh, I, bills. It, I was able to buy gas. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was... I worked there for like four or five months or mm-hmm. something, and I knew that I was only going to be there for that long because I um, <laughs> I was gearing up to go to Germany. Yeah. <laughs> it all comes um, back to Germany. It all comes back to Germany. Uh, take a shot at home, folks. Uh, <laughs> water. And um, anyways, I knew that it was like three weeks out from me mm-hmm. leaving um the country and so or no maybe it was a month it was a month out from me leaving the country and i knew that i probably wanted to have a little bit of buffer Mm -hmm. between so i was probably going to give my two weeks notice the next monday um and it got to be friday or saturday Mm -hmm. and my manager um actually i think she's the owner operator um anyways she was like, hey, you've been doing really well. I'm going to give you uh, keys mm-hmm. for the <laughs> for the safe, for the store, and I'm also, like, you know, you're going to get a little bit of a pay raise. Oh. And I was <laughs> like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a huge Sticky. honor. This is a huge <laughs> honor. Yeah, and so literally the next week I gave my two weeks notice, <laughs> nice. and she was like, "Well, but but why?" And I was, I I was like, honestly, it's really nothing personal at all. It's just I'm literally leaving the country. <laughs> they work virtually, and <laughs> I I mean, yeah, I mean, I I, I could work from home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make a sandwich and mail it. Yeah, um, Zoom subway. <laughs> but yeah, it. I worked at Subway at the time where they discovered that there was a common ingredient in Subway bread and yoga mats. Right. Oh, I remember that scandal. Oh, my God. So, Which I don't think is that bad. If it means it's fluffy, I'll eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no lasting effects. <laughs> you, can, you can eat your rubber mats. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just thought that was... Mm-hmm. A very kinda, similar vein. Yeah. yeah. Megan, I don't think you've, uh... It's... It, I don't have to <laughs> if it's, like... Yeah. I don't know what... How long have we been recording? Yeah, it's fine. It's, like, an hour. Okay, because really all yeah. of mine is is cereal. So... Well, let's talk about cereal. I was so excited to talk I about know, cereal. I know, Damn you, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, I was more excited to talk about I Taylor Swift. I was probably the most longed, honestly. No, it's okay. Oh, do you know what really is... It was chilies. It we was. talked about chilies for a good fifteen minutes in the beginning. We of really the... didn't talk for fifteen. Minutes. <laughs> no, it was at least ten, though. Chili, I keep looking at the chilies, time. It was at least ten. Chilies is important. It is okay. So cereal, basically, you know. So when we moved to Covington, we lived with another couple for a couple months, 
and they were really big on getting cereal and that was like their dessert basically like their mm. snack at night their blah 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 and I um i mean i grew up cereal was my breakfast that's all i i mean sugary cereals nothing healthy yeah. ever <laughs> right of course so and then i went through a brief phase of doing it again but i just got honey bunches but anyway mm. that really them doing that introduced me to cereal outside of breakfast and right. i wasn't like blown away but then sometimes i'd be like hey guys can i like also have a bowl of cereal of your cereal and they'd be like yeah totally and like it was it really just like opened doors for me about what cereal could be for me and that is more than just a breakfast item and so now i mean we have cereal boxes and that is like our dessert and our snack at night or whatever i mean it's a dessert it's like mm -hmm. i have cocoa krispies over there so i was just going to mention how how versatile cereal is i also think i would have it as like a midday snack sometimes yep. we always do oat milk that's our go-to mm -hmm. for milk um and it's just like it really hits the spot i don't know it's just like a good sweet treat that's Aaron, all Erin, <laughs> i want you to tell them how you often eat cereal oh. other than from a bowl with milk oh yeah so it's kind of big yeah. uh, in my family by my family i mean literally just my dad my brother and i do this a family <laughs> um we will often get cereal and put it in a cup and eat it dry Mm. But like not just I've, eat it, like drink I've it. Seen like, this, I've seen this happen before. Yes, uh, yeah. consume yeah, it as though it were a drink. Put it in your mouth, choo choo choo. But it's it's not only cereal. It's like any snack that mm. can okay, fit cool. in a cup. I, I I've done chips before, but chips aren't as intuitive. But like Chex uh, Mix. Yeah, Chex Mix is my my number one for hmm. doing that. Mm -hmm. um, goldfish are a good one for that. Mm -hmm. um, those like seasoned oyster crackers oh, you know what i'm yes, talking about those shoot, are great yeah. um those are probably the main ones i cheese it's are a little too big mm, but i yeah. mean they're still they're still smaller than chips so it's yes. good but yeah i mean um i'd say my dad and my brother do it more with cereal than i do mm -hmm. but i still will do it and i th do think that there are cereals specifically that are better without milk than they are with milk Interesting. just a few they're not there's not many mm -hmm. one of those is fruit loops because oh. fruit loops get too soggy too quick but also without milk they're not like as hard or dense as like a cocoa puff oh yeah yeah Those... so it's like the per in apple jacks are like a very yeah. similar texture to mm -hmm. Fruit Loops, so those are like really good without milk. Interesting. I feel like I can only think about Cheerios as like I like as a thing people do without yeah. milk because of children, right? <laughs> but I have not like just snacked dry cereal. Like you ever. should try it. Sometime. I should. So, I just have, I have like cocoa pebbles. I, I loved cereal as a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, my dad went through a weird phase when I was like late elementary school and like through middle school. Mm -hmm. Like he like try to monitor where I was eating a lot more. Yeah. And so, like, I like frost many wheats. I have frost many wheats over Currently. there in the container right now. I see him. Um, okay. But he was, like, yeah. he was, like, he wanted to cut back my sugar for some reason. Um, <laughs> How dare. <laughs> How dare he. So he would... I was pre-diabetic. <laughs> I was on the verge of... <laughs> so he, like, he would buy me unfrosted frosted mini wheats. Which I, I think those are just called mini wheats, bro. Yeah. What do you mean I unfrosted, I, frosted? Okay, I think I call them that because I know they're called just like mini wheats. Yeah. But in my head, it's like 
Like, there's nothing. It just, I think I would say that to emphasize the fact that these are unfrosted yeah. mini <laughs> And so, like... I'm... Alan, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I, like, I complained and complained. And I was like, Dad, it's like, let me, like... I would, I would try to sneak in the like start, like the frost and mini wheats into the cart and eventually I, I let him relent and I could like cut it like 50-50 cut it and yeah. then like it just got to the point where I would just do the whole bowl of frost and mini wheats and my dad would be like you gotta finish off this uh unfrosted frost and mini wheats I have a lot of That's things funny. to rebuttal with <laughs> first of all frosted mini wheats are the worst sugar <gasps> cereal Boo! I disagree. With oh, you. Sorry. I didn't. Mean, I didn't need to boo you like that. That was funny. But okay. I do disagree. So, I mean, I but wait, 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 wait! Yeah. You can't rebuttal yet. <laughs> Secondly, have you ever seen just wheats? The not many ones. Oh. They no. are large. <laughs> What's the point of them? <laughs> I don't know. They, they, it was before many wheats. You like, have to take. They are like, big. Like are they big? Like bite? Like bite size? N- no. No. Like you'd have to take two bites of it. Type N- deal. More. More. Than that. <laughs> more. Like more. I, I, will, I will. All right. Is it, is it cereal? Yes. What? I'm imagining like I'm a pop tart size. I'm right imagining like a like a bigger ramen, but like a bigger. Oh yeah. Kind of. That's kind of. So... Oh wait, I'm not connected to internet. It's okay. Um, it's okay. No, I'm gonna look it up on my phone. Okay. Well, also, sorry. Not many. I want to go to a thing about how people feel about their cereal being soggy. I feel like... It depends on the cereal for it me. It depends on the cereal. Okay, okay. Does anyone else have any thoughts about soggy cereal? If that's, like, totally I... gross or totally cool. Oh, they're called shredded wheat. Hmm. I will say quickly, I love a good soggy cereal. Yes. And especially if it's Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles is my all-time sugary cereal that I love. Mm-hmm. I love a soggy Fruity I, Pebbles. So, <laughs> I, love... I think... I think growing up, like, I wasn't exposed to a lot of super sugary cereals because my dad was weird about sugar intake. Fair. You know, which is probably good for him, I guess. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, I, like, I like, quote-unquote, like, adult cereals. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> <laughs> back to, I found a, si- a size comparison chart. <laughs> 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 it's the best thing ever. It has, you know, you remember, like, the really small mini-wheats? Like, mm-hmm. they had the, and I think it came in, like, a chocolate flavor, maybe, like, a blueberry muffin. Mm-hmm. Those are good. I will say those are good. Um, and then it has like that compared with the frosted mini wheats, and then it has the shredded wheat, and then for some godforsaken reason it has a bottle of sriracha. Um, but it is very, it is very accurate. Look how big shredded wheat is. Whoa! Whoa. Holy shit! Oh, there's no need for that. Yeah, I think the point sriracha. of it. I think you literally would get one. And put Stop. it in a bowl, and then probably use warm milk on Stop. it. Yeah. All of this sounds wrong. I know. I, I have no wrong. idea. I've never, I've never had it before. I just That's know that absurd. it's a thing and it exists. That's crazy. And oh, here's it. it it's like on a plate or in a bowl or something. They're just <gasps> so, so large. That's crazy. Oh my god. That looks like a joke. That looks like an SNL <laughs> sketch. Oh my god. <laughs> have you ever had big weeds? <laughs> big. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, imagine if those things were frosted, huh? <laughs> That's so, a week's worth. <laughs> I just also sorry to sorry to shit on frosted mini wheats. I just yeah, I get it. I think I think cry. I think while we, while we was getting asked, like I uh, oh yeah, I, like I was exposed to sugar cereals as much. So like to me, like I really like like Special K. I like mm. I like um like Honey Nut Cheerios, like plain Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. So not you know. honey. Just Cheerios? Plain Nut Cheerios. Okay. No, plain Cheerios. That's not good. 
I agree. They're good in Chex Mix. That's well, fair. That's different. That's different. Okay, well. Um, so, yeah. That's my cereal discussion. I just, I'm really excited to <laughs> have expanded my cereal intake <laughs> and where and when I can do and no rules, basically. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. It's just a good snack. Hashtag no rules. No yeah. laws when you're no eating parents. cereal. Yeah. No one, nope. can judge, no one judges <laughs> No me. parents. Parents aren't home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway. I'm so thinking about the, uh, the, the shredded wheat. <laughs> Massive. It's just like scary. Oh, also, I love soggy cereal. I don't know if I said that, but I, I do. That's why I like cocoa pebbles, and it's just mush, and I don't really mind it. <laughs> same with the fruity pebbles. I think they're the exact same texture. I, yes. so. I think that those are probably the best soggy cereal. That's yeah. why I don't like Fruit Loops with milk. Is because I don't like the way that it gets soggy. Hmm. Hmm. But a fruity, a soggy fruity pebble is better than a soggy fruit loop. Right. Is what you're saying. Yes. And never... also, fruity pebbles are objectively the better fruit cereal. Facts. Oh, I had never really gotten into like the fruity side of sugary. I was always like the chocolate. I prefer chocolatey. Okay. Yeah. So I never really got into fruit loops. Before tricks, were like balls. Yeah. They yeah. were little shapes. They were shapes. Of fruits. Yes. And yes. they still have them. Do they? No, or... for real. I thought I saw him you know, semi. Yo, is Oreo still out there? Only at like Walmart. I've looked at Walmart. <laughs> there I'm was telling you, just... the Covington, Georgia Walmart off of 142 <laughs> has not had Oreos in I don't know how long. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm really a lot, upset. Of pe- a lot of people don't know this, but Walmart is like the place to buy cereal. It is. They, they have, like they have they the usually have they have the biggest boxes for the best price, and also they have the best selection of like store name. Mm-hmm. Uh, cereals like the like the Malto Meal brand, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I really enjoy getting cereal at Walmart. But because we were on Whole Thirty for a long time, thirty days, days yeah. we didn't buy, we didn't buy <laughs> cereal, so we haven't had cereal like, like in, in our the, entire married life. In our entire married life, <laughs> yeah. and I can tell you the last time I had cereal even before we got married. Like, wow, it's been a while. Um, a so life. I think whenever we get back from Nashville. We need to share cereal together. Share cereal Intimacy. together. Intimacy. <laughs> <Wow>. So, in case, <laughs> in case you don't know, this has been Weisscast. <laughs> Thank you to our Patreon producers, Pepe Danger and Chrono Slinger. We will be back next Monday with. Well, we'll record next Monday. It'll probably go up on the following Wednesday. Um, just like this episode will go up in, you know, 36 hours or does. so. Well, why, why don't we upload it tomorrow since we, so we don't have to worry about it when we're in Nashville? That's fair. Uh, it might go up tomorrow. Who knows? Maybe it'll go up early. Um, a Thanksgiving surprise. Yeah. A Thanksgiving surprise. I will consider it. So you'll hear it whenever you hear it. We will talk at you later. Toodles. Bye. Toodles.